welcome to the Sunday morning service. You're listening to the First Century Apostolic Church FCAC Tema Community 5, Ghana. We preach, teach, and live the complete and unadulterated Word of God with genuine miracles, signs, and wonders taking place at every meeting with the Holy Spirit. Our aim is the following the steps of the apostles and disciples of the First Century Church founded by our Lord Jesus Christ. Get ready, therefore, for a powerful encounter with the Word and power of God, brought to you by Reverend Dr. V.C.Y. Edwards, the General Overseer of FCAC. He is a seasoned man of God who is blessed with a powerful teaching and deliverance ministry. Join us every Sunday at 9 a.m. prompt for our morning church services. Your life will never be the same again. God richly bless you as you join us in the service. Somebody just give it all to Jesus. Indeed, he deserves all our worship, all our praise, all our adoration and thanksgiving. Give it all to Jesus this morning. Somebody shout hallelujah. If you are happy to be here, please put your hand together for Jesus. And let us all say thank you, Jesus. Say thank you, Holy Spirit. Say thank you, Father. Amen. I welcome all of us to this beautiful Sunday church service. And I do so in the name of Jesus and by the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen. I believe we all know that our Papa is visiting our new boy town branch today. Amen. And last two weeks or a few weeks ago, he was at Michelle Camp and we were mightily blessed. We we're mightily blessed. And I know today, new boy town will be extra mightily blessed. Amen. 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 Clap your hand for Jesus. And I also know that the Lord will not leave us out. We shall also receive our portion of the blessings. Amen. Your portion is in that blessing. And you shall surely and surely receive it before you leave here. Amen. Before we get into the word of God, I want to salute the leadership for giving us this wonderful opportunity to share the word of God. Amen. Are you ready for the word of God? Thank you, Jesus. Please lift up your right hand, close your two eyes, and let us pray. Our gracious and everlasting Father, we thank you for your presence. We thank you for the anointing you have released into this place. 
We thank you, Lord, for what you are about to do because this is your house and this is your home. Therefore, Lord, take control. Have your own way, Lord. Do as you please. Let your will be done in the lives of your people as we proclaim your word. Let your word this morning, Lord, bring healing to those who are sick in their bodies. Let it bring deliverance to those living under any form of captivity. Prosperity to those living in poverty. Above all, Lord, sight to those who are spiritually blind. That your name shall be glorified in the lives of your people. We give you praise. We give you all the glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. This morning, the Lord has placed on the heart of his servant to share a very important word. A word that if Christians, believers, who hear and do according to as the Lord has said will bring a lot of spiritual and physical benefits. Amen. Amen. If you and I will commit ourselves to this word that the Lord has placed on the heart of a servant to preach or teach if you and I will listen attentively and do as the word says, we shall witness and experience mighty blessings in our lives. Amen. Therefore, I will urge all of us, as Daddy will say, let us pay rapt attention to the word that God has given to him for us. Amen. But church, you are sitting under a powerful anointing this morning. The anointing here is so heavy, so much, that I can touch it. Amen. Praise the Lord. The title of this morning's message is Commitment. Commitment. Church, say commitment. Commitment. The Christian faith is all about commitment. And God indeed rewards commitment. Hallelujah. God rewards commitment. And God expects his children, God expects believers, Christians, to be committed to him. Hallelujah. Because the only way that God can bring upon us the blessings that he has designed for us even before time appointed hallelujah 
God wants every child of his to experience that blessing. And until we are committed, fully committed, there are certain blessings in that church, no matter your stature, no matter your beauty or handsomeness, you cannot experience. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Can I say commitment? As the MC said, those at the back, I didn't hear your voice. Say commitment. Hallelujah. Commitment. So what is this commitment we are talking about? What is this commitment that the Bible or God wants us to hear and commit ourselves to? Now, the word commitment is the state, is the state of being dedicated. Hallelujah. Are we listening? The word commitment is the state of being dedicated to a cause or activity. Amen. It's dedicating yourself to a cause, not only a cause, but a cause that brings benefits, brings results, rewards to the one who is being committed. It is also an engagement or obligation in a person's life to the point of restricted freedom. Restricted freedom. Hallelujah. So God expects you and I to be committed. God com compels us to be under obligation. God expects us to be, to be bound by his word. Praise the Lord. And until we are fully bound by the word of God, beloved, there are certain heights in the work, in our work with God that you can never attain to. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Clap your hand for Jesus. As a child of God, we are under obligation. We are bound to commit ourselves to God. And we will soon find out the reason why we are bound or under obligation to dedicate ourselves to the cause of God. Now, the Christian commitments, the Christians or the believers' commitment is number one, to God or Jesus Christ. Our commitment should be to God or Jesus Christ. And number two, to the local church. Hallelujah. To the local church. So two things. We are under obligation or we are bound to commit ourselves to as Christians. Number one, to Jesus Christ. And number two, to the church the local church. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. 
Now, when does the commitment to Jesus start? When does the commitment to Jesus start in a believer's life? Praise the Lord. When does commitment to Jesus starts or begins in the believer's life. Now, this, it starts the moment a person gets born again. Hallelujah. The moment a person lifts up his hand and says, Lord, I accept you into my life as Lord and Savior. From that point, from that very moment, you are under obligation. You are bound to commit yourself to God's cause. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Today there are many Christians who have accepted Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. And yet, they are waiting for a specific time. They want to experience a certain supernatural move in their lives before they commit themselves totally to the cause of God. Hallelujah. But it doesn't work that way. The very moment you get born again by the grace of God, you are under obligation to dedicate, to commit yourself to Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. That means when one becomes a believer, the moment one becomes a believer, the moment a person becomes a believer, the moment a person forsakes his old lifestyle and embraces the new style, which is in Christ Jesus, hallelujah, praise the Lord. You have declared your stand for God. You have declared your stand for Christ. And from that moment, you are supposed to commit yourself to Jesus Christ. Amen. Have we committed ourselves to Jesus Christ as children of God? If yes, then God bless us all. But there is room for improvement. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Now, first of all, to show that a believer, a born-again Christian has committed his, his life himself to Jesus Christ. First of all, he must love him. That is, he must love God with all his heart, with all his soul, and with all his strength. Praise the Lord. When you go to the book of Deuteronomy, Deuteronomy chapter 6, verse 5. The Bible makes it clear. Deuteronomy chapter 6, verse 5. You shall love the Lord your God with all your hearts, with all your soul, and with all your strength. Is that in your Bibles? Then say, Amen. You. So God is pointing to you as an individual. 
You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart. Your heart here refers to your spirit. That means your spirit and God's spirit must always be in contact. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Your spirit must be connected to that of God's spirit. Your soul, that is your mind, your intellect. Praise the Lord. Must know Christ. You must study the word of God. We will come to that. That means your thinking, your decisions must be in line with the word of God. The Bible says whatever things that are true, noble, pure, lovely, these things we must think about. Hallelujah. You must set your mind on the things of God, not on the things of the earth. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. And then he said, with all your strength, that means your, it must be seen in your body. Your spirit that is connected to God and your soul that is, have the knowledge of God must be seen in your body by doing something. It is what you do that determines that indeed you are committed to the things of God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Clap your hand for Jesus. May we all love the Lord with all our hearts, with all our soul, and with all our strength. Praise the Lord. And it's, a, it's such a wonderful thing when you have the Spirit of God in you, and your spirit is connected to that of God's Spirit. You think about godly things. You don't think about evil things. You think about things that are pleasing to God. That means your spirit and God's spirit has become one. Your mind and that of God has become one. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And as Jesus came to earth and committed himself to the acts of God, you begin, God begins to move you to do the things that pleases him by working for him. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. A devoted or a committed Christian will not deliberately stay at home because Papa is not here today. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Oh yes, it's a fact. A committed Christian, a person who has believed in Jesus Christ, and has given his life to Jesus. And has allowed the word of God to control his lifestyle. Will not stay at home because Papa is not here today. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. But a committed Christian has the mind that whether Papa is here or not, I will still go. Hallelujah. Because I don't know when. My blessings will come. Today, may your blessings come. 
Clap your hand for Jesus. Psalm 31 verse 23. Psalm 31 and verse 23. Psalm 31 verse 23. Psalm 31 verse 23 says, Oh! Somebody say, Oh! Oh, love the Lord, all you his saints. For the Lord preserves the faithful and fully repays the proud person. Psalm 31, verse 23. Oh, love the Lord, all you his saints, all you his holy children. Praise the Lord. Love the Lord, all you his saints. You see, God loves us so much to the extent that he calls us his saints, his holy children. And if God should describe you as his saints, then what extent to which God will not go to un unleash or release the blessings into your hand? Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Oh, Love the Lord, all you his saints. Is there any saint here in the house of God? Oh, your yes is not, uh, it's not, it's not, you know. <laughs> is there any saint in the house of God? The word saint simply means holy, sanctified, set apart. Praise the Lord. So God has set you apart for his own purpose. He has sanctified you. He has made you pure. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And therefore he said, Oh, love the Lord because of what he has done for you. All you his saints. He didn't end there. He says, For the Lord preserves the faith church. May the Lord preserve you. May the Lord keep you. May the Lord protect you. May the Lord cover you. May the Lord build a hedge of fire around you. The Bible says he preserves all his faithful. Praise the Lord. You are a faithful child of God. And that is why you and I are here this morning. I always say you have no idea what the enemy did when we went to sleep. There were so many things the enemy did to stop you and I from coming. He, 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 he purposed in his heart that we will not be here this morning. His desire was that we will remain in our beds this morning. Praise the Lord. But there is somebody's hand who is preserving, keeping, protecting. Hallelujah. Therefore, love the Lord. Commit yourself to him. Can say, I will commit myself to the Lord. Oh, I didn't hear you well. Clap your hand for Jesus. He says, and fully, he fully repays the proud person. That is the unbeliever. The one who is not holy. 
he pays, he fully pays them according to their works. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Church, I have determined to commit myself to the Lord. And it doesn't matter what happens. It doesn't matter what the enemy will do. I have decided, like Joshua said, as for me and my house, we shall serve the Lord. Praise the Lord. Because there is something in serving the Lord. There is something in committing yourself to the Lord. Praise God. Oh, praise God. Oh, praise God. Clap your hand for Jesus. John chapter 14, 23 to 24. John 14, 23 to 24. John chapter 14, verses 23 to 24. And Jesus answered, and Jesus answered him. Jesus answered and said to him, sorry, Jesus answered and said to him, If anyone loves me, he will keep my word. And my father will love him. And we will come to him and make our home with him. He who does not love me does not keep my words. And the word which you hear is not mine, but the Father's who sent me. Praise the Lord. But the Father's who sent me. Hallelujah. Is there anybody here who wants to see the manifestation of God's presence in his or her life? Oh, I didn't hear your yes. <laughs> Hallelujah. Beloved, you see, God is always, and more than always, desiring, willing to manifest himself to his children in so many ways. But there is a requirement. Hallelujah. There is a requirement. And that requirement is commitment. Love for God. The Bible says, Jesus answered, Judas Iscariot, and said to him, if anyone loves me, he will keep my word. So commitment to Jesus is about keeping the word of God. It's about enriching yourself with the word of God. Hallelujah. Today, there are many Christians, they want to know the word of God, and yet... They refuse to come to the place where they will hear the word of God for the upliftment of their faith. Bible says, faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Clap your hand for Jesus. If anyone loves me, he will keep my word. And my father will love him. Church, may God love all of us. 
And we will come to him and make our home with him. Hallelujah. He said, we will come to him. That means God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit will make his home with you. That means you will be filled with the presence of God. And can you imagine a child of God being filled with the presence of God in your life? The Bible says, if God be for us, oh, if God be for us, if God is in you, if Christ is in you, who can destroy your life? Hallelujah. But it all starts with committing yourself, keeping the word of God. Praise the Lord. It is not enough to say, I love Jesus. It is not enough to say, I love God. It is not enough to say, I love FCAC. It is what you do that determines your love for Christ. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. You cannot say you love God and do the opposite. You cannot say you love God and disobey his word. He said, whoever loves me will keep my word. He will have my word inside of him. He will be controlled by my word. He will be led by my word. He will be governed and ruled by my word. There are many Christians today the only time they look for their Bible is when they are coming to church on Sundays. After church on Sunday, Agbena. Some will be asking, Now, my Bible, no Am I talking to somebody this morning? Now, who will be my Bible? Beloved, you see, how you keep or how you value the Word of God determines how you position your Bible. Praise the Lord. The value you place on God's word will determine where you place your Bible. If you place your Bible in the kitchen, that means you have belittled God to the kitchen. It's a fact. Praise the Lord. Have you seen how Papa keeps his Bible? Oh, have you seen how Papa keeps his Bible? Yes. And I'm learning from him from two to two. He has a way of opening his Bible. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Because he values the word of God. There are many of us who come to church without a Bible. Some may say, oh, I have a Bible on my phone. But there are many of us who come here with yam. And yet we say, my Bible is on my phone. Praise the Lord. And yet we will, we will find money to, you know, do the, the latest hairstyle in town. The latest iPhone in town. The latest shoe in town. We will find the money. Whatever the money is, we will have to find it. But to buy a Bible, the word of God that is able to keep you, we feel reluctant to do that. Beloved, let me say this again. The value, how important 
the word of God is to you determines how you keep your Bible. Praise the Lord. Clap your hand for Jesus. He who does not love me does not keep my words. And the word which you hear is not mine, but the Father's who sent me. Amen. Amen. Are you keeping the word of God? Are you obedient to the word of God? Are you sure? Just say, I am sure. Clap your hand for Jesus. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, 14 to 15. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, 14 to 15. Commitment to Jesus, commitment to God is what we are talking about. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, 14 to 15. For the love of Christ compels us, forces us, because we judge that, we judge thus, that if one died for all, then all died. And he died for all, that those who live should live no longer for themselves, but for him who died for them and rose again. Hallelujah. Verse 15. Oh, I think we have taken that. And he rose again. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. The Bible is saying that for the love of Christ compels us because we judge thus that if one died for all, then all died. That means we all we were we were all dead. We were all dead. But Christ took our place. He died for us. Praise the Lord. He died for us. And indeed, he died for us. That those who live those who live should no longer live for themselves. Praise the Lord. Should no longer live for themselves. But to who? To God. To the one who died for us. Praise the Lord. And rose again for us. So, beloved, Christ compels us. We are compelled by the word of God to love God. Because he first loved us by dying on the cross for us. And so when he was on the cross, we were the ones who were on the cross. Praise the Lord. Because he took our sins upon him to the cross. When he resurrected, we were the ones who resurrected. And so anyone who believes in Jesus Christ, hallelujah, is now a new creature. You have resurrected with a newness of life that is in Christ Jesus. 
And for that reason, for that purpose, we are compelled. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Don't allow your coming to church to be a burden to you. There are many Christians when we are coming to church, we feel like there is a burden placed upon our head. FCAC cry, ah, Friday you cry, see you if you have a knock a Sunday and cry, and cry, and cry, yo. Amen. First, I'm going to Wednesday and Friday, Sunday, me boy. I'm going to show you, I'm going to show you, I'm going to show you, Tuesday, if you wait, I'm going to show you. Hey. Can we do Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Clap your hand for Jesus. Let, 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 let your commitment for Christ Jesus be seen in your actions. Hallelujah. Church starts at 6.30. By 6 you are here. Because you are compelled. There is something that is moving you. You have that sweetness of Christ in you. Therefore, you are eager even to be in the church. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Am I talking to somebody this morning? Clap your hand for Jesus. Coming Friday, we have an all-night prayer meeting. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I will be here. And I know you shall be here too. Amen. But when some can say my Jesus. Now, secondly, secondly, nothing must be allowed to separate you as a Christian, as a believer from the love of God. Nothing must be allowed. You don't have to entertain anything. Don't allow yourself to be separated from this love that we are talking about for Christ Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. There are things that will try to separate you. There are things that will try to draw you back, make you backslide, make you give up. But you must be determined. You must be committed and say to yourself, whether rain or shine, I am committed to the cause of God. Hallelujah. Romans chapter 8, verse 35. We all know this scripture. Romans 8, 35. Romans chapter 8 and verse 35. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress, or persecution, or famine, or nakedness, or peril, or sword. Who shall separate us? Hallelujah. Beloved, this morning I came to announce to you that no one can separate us from the love of God. Hallelujah. Yes, Satan will bring hardships Satan will bring all kinds of his demonic attacks. 
He will attack you left, right, center. But he can never separate you and I from the love of God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. That means as a child of God, know, know that challenges will come. Difficult times will come. Famine will come. Sometimes you will feel hungry. But you must still commit yourself. You must not allow the pressures of this life to separate you from the love of God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. And when God sees that commitment, when God sees that, that, that dedication, that, that, that commitment, that obligation, praise the Lord, then he will come and dwell in you. He will come and dwell in you and he will use you to attack the camp of the enemy. He will use you to destroy the plans of the devil. He will use you to destroy every assignment of the enemy because you have become the apple of his eyes. Praise the Lord. Are we talking to somebody? Clap your hand for Jesus. It says, nothing shall separate us from the love of God. Shall tribulation or tire You'll be hated. People will criticize you. People will insult you. People will say all kinds of things about you. But the more they say, the more committed you become. Oh, I didn't hear your amen. The more they say, the more committed you become. Praise the Lord. And I always say this. My own cousin, my own cousin, my mother's sister's son, those days, years ago, when I got born again by the grace of God, and things were a bit difficult, he was, you know, gainfully employed. One day he looked at me and said, Hey, to be our son, I'm Hallelujah. To be our son, I'm all night. I will call Friday prayer meeting. I will call Sunday and upper service. Upon all that. But God knows what he was doing. Oh, God knows what he was doing. Praise the Lord. They were looking at the outward appearance. But God looks at the heart. And when God sees your heart, hallelujah, when God sees that your heart is committed to him, the same people who says, look at how you have become, will now turn and say, Praise the Lord. Yes, after a short time, this same person came to me and said, I said, why is it? I said, sir, Praise the Lord. Oh, hallelujah. Clap your hand for Jesus. Praise the Lord. Church, may God turn 
the imaginations of your enemies. Amen. And then it will not be forever. There is an appointed time for every situation and every condition. Let them say all that they want to say. Let them insult you. Let them ridicule you. Let them tag you with their own tags. Let them brand you with their own branding. But at the appointed time, the God who sees from afar will come to you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Clap your hand for Jesus. And finally, this love should continue to the end. It shouldn't stop. This love we are talking about for Christ must continue to the end, even to the point of death. Amen. Amen. Matthew chapter 10, verse 22. Matthew 10, 22. Hey, it will be our summary. I'm a part of our phone. See, hey, now our phone. See, judge me. Didn't hear my phone. Amen. Hallelujah. Matthew chapter 10 and verse 22. And you shall be hated. Hmm. You shall be hated by all for my name's sake. But he who endures to the end shall be saved. Hallelujah. And they will hate you. Sometimes when Papa is doing deliverance, you see how the devil hates us. Me tino, me chino. We be ye ye. We so be wo. We so be ye nipa. Me impene, me impene, me. Church, omu ye den yon be pene. Oh, omu be pene. Hallelujah. Me impene. Nan omu be fu, omu akomu ni mwesi. Jesus has said it. He said, you will be hated by all for my name's sake the very day you lifted up your hand and say lord i accept you as my lord and savior the hatred began or begins praise the lord but they will hate you they will do whatever they want to do once god loves you that is the bottom line oh hallelujah once god says you are my child that settles the matter. And church, the matter is settled. Oh, I didn't hear your amen. The matter is settled. Ah, after all, didn't Joseph's own brother hate him? At the end of the day, did their hatred amount to anything? No. It didn't amount to anything. They will hate you, but the will of God will surely come to pass. And you see, one thing I love about God is that when they are hating you, when they are persecuting you, he is watching. He doesn't stop them from persecuting you. He doesn't stop them from hating you. He allows them to hate you. Amen. 
Praise the Lord. So I have come to understand that the more people hate you, the more you are hated for Christ's sake, the more the blessings. Because the hatred, the persecution are also necessary for the revelation of the glory of God. Amen. Clap your hand for Jesus. First Corinthians chapter, I think, um, First Corinthians chapter 13, verse 8. First Corinthians 13, 8. Are you tired? Oh, are you hungry? Are you angry with me? So should I continue? Oh, the yes is on the low side, though. Amen. God bless you. First Corinthians chapter 13, verse 8. 13, verse 8. First Corinthians chapter 13, verse 8. Love never fails, but whether there are prophecies, they will fail. Whether there are tongues, they will cease. Whether there is knowledge, it will vanish away. Hallelujah. Let's go to the verse 13 of the same. First Corinthians chapter 13. Verse 13 of the same chapter. 13 says, And now abide faith, hope, love, these three, but the greatest of these is love. Hallelujah. The greatest of these is love. The love of God will continue when we go to heaven. Praise the Lord. And it is your commitment to the things of God, your commitment to Jesus Christ, that will enable you to continue in the love of God that is eternal. Prophecies will cease because they are for the earth. Hallelujah. Tongues will cease because they are for the present age. But love never ceases. It continues forever. And it is when we get to heaven that we will know the extent to which God loves us. Amen. And that is why we toy with our worship with God. That is why we play with our, our work for God. We haven't seen anything yet. Hallelujah. It is when we get there, then you would understand the totality of God's love for you and for me. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. And Christ has done everything for us. He has done everything for us to get there where he is. And we will surely get there. Oh, I say you will surely get there. Clap your hand for Jesus. Our time is almost up. Let me see if I can do this quickly. Now, quickly, commitment to the local church. 
commitment to the local church. Commitment to the local church. Church, are we learning something this morning? Say thank you, Jesus. Say thank you, Holy Spirit. Say thank you, Father. I may not teach it as Papa himself will teach it, but at least accept me. <laughs> Amen. You can do it better unto Jesus by clapping for him. <laughs> Commitment to the local church. Now, both the universal and the local church are an expression of the body of Christ. The local church and the universal church are an expression of the body of Christ. As we all know, the church is the body of Christ. Hallelujah. And he is the head. Christ is the head. The church is the body. And the body is you and me, not the building. So can you imagine you being a part of Christ's body? Are we talking Bible here? You see, sometimes we, we don't allow the Spirit to reveal to us who we are in Christ. Beloved, if you and I will allow the Spirit of God to reveal to us who we are in Christ, Lord, church, you will value your worship of God. Amen. The Bible says the church is the body of Christ. And the body of Christ has many parts. Praise the Lord. So you are a part of the body. I am a part of the body. Elder is a part of the body. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. When we come together, we form the universal church. So those in Afghanistan, the Christians in Afghanistan, in America, in Papua Guinea, when we come together, we form the universal church, which is the body of Christ. Amen. Hallelujah. And it is this body of Christ that one day we shall be raptured to be in the presence of God. Amen. But there is also a local church. There is also a local church. Let's read Colossians chapter 1, verse 30, verse 24. Colossians chapter 1, verse 24. We will soon finish. Colossians 1, verse 24. Colossians chapter 1, verse 24. I now rejoice in my sufferings for you. This is Paul speaking. I now rejoice in my sufferings for you. And fill up in my flesh what is lacking in the afflictions of Christ for the sake of his body, which is the church. Hallelujah. So Paul here is saying that he is committed to suffer for the sake of the body of Christ, which is the church. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. He, he committed himself. He allowed himself, he allowed God to use him as a sacrificial whatever to suffer 
for the church. That means he, he dedicated himself. He committed himself to the body of Christ. Hallelujah. How committed are you as a believer? How committed are you as a Christian? How committed are you as a disciple of Jesus Christ? Amen. Oh, amen. Now, as a believer, as a believer, you have become part of the universal church of the of the Lord. You have become a, a part of the universal church of Jesus Christ. Can hmm. say, I'm a part of the universal church of Jesus Christ. So whenever the devil tries to do anything contrary to the plans of God for your life, tell the devil, devil, do you not know have you not heard? Have you not been told? Don't you know that I'm a part of the universal church of Jesus Christ? Praise the Lord. I'm a part of the universal church of Jesus Christ. Christ bought me with his own precious blood. And therefore, I am untouchable. Hallelujah. My body is untouchable. My finances is untouchable. My business is untouchable. My womb is untouchable because I belong to the universal body of Christ, the church. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the Lord. Clap your hand for Jesus. Who are you? When somebody asks you, who are you? What do you say? I am Kofi Nama. You are not Kofi Nama. You are a part of the body of Christ. You are a child of God. I belong to Jesus. He is my head and I am his body. Hallelujah. Therefore, you sickness, you have no power over me. By his stripes, I am already healed. Am I talking to somebody? Am I talking to somebody? Say, I belong to Jesus. Clap your hand for Jesus. Amen. Oh, amen. Something must change. Your narrative of being a Christian must change. I can say to the glory of God, and I'm not saying this to, 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 to boast or to, to, to uh, praise the Lord. Are you here today? If I boast, I boast in Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Beloved, who you are, who you are, who you are determines how you value yourself. Praise the Lord. Now, what you feel in a cacalego, mucacalica, and I do do so no more, Pastor, Pastor, Dano, Freno, Pastor Cacalica, be in it. You are a child of God. 
Wagakus, a wagakus, a wagbikus, a dear bang, a yiniti, a war kitchen, and Lunti and Quaya will yin if you go for because Praise the Lord. Ah, elder me See, if you know who you are, or when you know who you are, you will not be afraid of cockroaches and wagakus. Amen. Bible says, Behold, I give you power over serpents and over scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by no means touch you. Amen. Amen. Nothing shall by any means touch you. Since I got, I got born again by the grace of God, yes, headaches will come. Pains will come here and there. But I have said to myself that as long as I am in Christ Jesus, I will not be admitted in any hospital. Church, you will not be admitted in any hospital. Do you believe it? It is doable. Because with him all things are possible. But you must commit yourself. John 3.16 and yet you say I love God. John 3.16 Psalm 23 Amen. Okay, so, as a believer, you have become part of the universal church of the, of the Lord Jesus. Now, the local church is the subunit of the universal church in your city, town, or neighborhood, just like we have here. Now, spiritual fellowship or spiritual fellowship with other believers is crucial to your spiritual growth. It's crucial to your spiritual growth. Hallelujah. The reason why it is important to come to church is for our spiritual growth. And it takes the committed, it takes the one who has understood the things of God. It takes the one who has bound himself With the word of God. To always find himself among the believers. To have fellowship with God. Amen. Because whenever we come together, church, something happens. Something happens. My wife Sarah is here. We talk, we chat, we shake hands, we embrace at home. But nothing happens. But if I should call her right now and shake her hands, something will happen. Praise the Lord. And that can only take place when we come together as believers, as Christians, as the body of Christ. Because where two or three are gathered in his name, his presence is there in the midst 
of them. Amen. So whenever we come together, church, you are not fulfilling pastor's desires. You are not fulfilling the general overseer's wishes. But you are, as a matter of fact, hallelujah, fulfilling the purposes of God for the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. Anytime you come to church, you have fulfilled the purpose of God. Because the Bible tells us in Hebrews chapter 10 verse 25. Hebrews 10 25. Let's listen to what the Bible says. Hebrews 10 verse 25. Not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as is the manner of some. That means no matter what you say, no matter what you do, some will still absent themselves. Not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as the manner of some, but exhorting one another and so much the more as you see the day approaching. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. A few years ago, I was 20 years, and my hair was black. Amen. My hair was black, but today my hair, you can see the white, you know, dominating, taking over. What does it mean? The days are approaching. So this is the time to serve God. This is the time to give your all to God because a time is coming when somebody will have to put a, your clothes on you. A time is coming when somebody will have to hold your hand to church. A time is coming I may not have the strength to preach as I am doing now. Praise the Lord. So this is the hour. This is the time to give our all to God. Amen. Not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together, as is the manner of some, but exhorting one another. When I come to church and I see you, I am exhorted. That means you have fulfilled the word of God. When I come to church and I see you, I am edified. Can you imagine I came here this morning and the whole place was empty? Will I be standing here? So your presence here has fulfilled God's desire. Praise the Lord. And God has a reward for that. And that is why he's blessing you. Oh, that is why he's blessing you. Praise the Lord. So when it is time to come to church, don't think pastor is worrying you. Don't think pastor is, 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 is making you feel uncomfortable, but whenever you come, know that you have fulfilled the purpose of God. Amen. Your coming also allows God to do what he has intended or planned to do for your life. Amen. If I hadn't come to FCAC, I wouldn't have come this far. I would have been a truck, truck driver or, excuse me to say, maybe a truck pusher somewhere. Amen. God forbid. 
And when I came to FCJC, I never thought that one day God was going to lay his hands on me and make me a pastor. It wasn't part of my plans. But God knowing the end from the beginning, God knowing me and you before the creation of the world, hallelujah, praise the Lord, has brought you and I here in such a time as this so that his purposes for our lives will be fulfilled. Clap your hand for Jesus. I'm saying we are no no. Amen. Praise the Lord. Clap your hand for Jesus. And this is why we have to commit ourselves to God. To God. To God. Amen. Acts of commitment, regular attendance to church meetings, punctuality at all church meetings, to work for the Lord in the local church, and to bear fruits, give offerings, and pay tithes. That is the acts of commitment. What you do to show that you are committed to God is your regular attendance to church meetings. Punctuality at all church meetings and to work for the Lord in the local church. If you are here and you are not doing anything, find something to do. Amen. And also give offerings and tithe and pay tithes. Amen. And then in conclusion, in conclusion, how to enjoy the commitment blessings in full. How do you enjoy the commitment blessings in its fullness? How do you do that? Three things. Three things. Number one, prayer. Can I say prayer? Prayer. Prayer simply means communication with God. Acts chapter 2 verse 24. Acts 2 24. Acts chapter 2 verse 24. Acts chapter 2, verse 24 says, Acts of the Apostles, chapter 2, verse 42, sorry, 42, 42. And they continued steadfastly in the Apostles' doctrine or teachings and fellowship in the breaking of bread and in prayers. Just say prayer. Oh, say prayer. Prayer is communicating with God. Number two, Bible study. Bible study. Bible study. Knowing the word of God. Enriching yourself with the word of God. Just say Bible study. Now, the word of God is a weapon or a sword against the enemy. The word of God is a weapon and a sword against the enemy. In addition to this, it's able to correct and instruct us in righteousness and to give us profitable teachings. Profitable teachings. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 17. Ephesians chapter 6 and verse 17. 
Verse 17 says, And take the helmet of salvation and the sword spirit, which is the word of God. Whenever you have the word of God in you, you have the sword of heaven. Amen. Amen. And the sword of the spirit, which is able to destroy, cuts every iron and anything that the enemy brings, the enemy brings at us. Second Timothy chapter 3, verse 16. Second Timothy 3, 16. Second Timothy chapter 3 and verse 16. All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, and for instruction in righteousness. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. This Papa has explained, you know, over and over again. The word of God has the ability, has the power to correct to reprove. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. And finally, holy living. Holy living. Living a holy life. A righteous life. These are the blessings we enjoy to the fullest by committing ourselves to God. First Peter chapter 1. 14 to 16. 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 14 to 16. As obedient children, not conforming yourself to the former lusts, as in your ignorance, but as he who called you is holy, you also be holy in all your conducts. Is that in your Bible? You also be holy in all your conduct. In whatever you do, let holiness, the holiness of God, amen, guide you. And church, if you and I will do this, if you and I will commit ourselves to loving God, to obeying God, to keeping the word of God, in our lives. Hallelujah. The sky will be our limits. Amen. They will throw the stones, but it will not touch you. They will throw the tukbe, but you will still be alive. They will cast the sword, but it will bypass you. Hallelujah. They will chant and enchant, but it will never come near you. Praise the Lord. Only with your eyes will you behold the reward of the wicked. Amen. 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 I believe we have all received the word of God. Let us go and be doers of this word. Commitment. Commitment. Amen. Let's be on our feet. We are going to pray and ask the Lord to give us more of his grace. You cannot do it 
without God's grace and his anointing. We are praying that, Lord, give us more of your grace to be committed. To be committed. First and foremost to Jesus Christ, the one who died on the cross for our salvation. And to the church, the grace to be committed to the church. Are you ready to pray? Oh, are you ready to pray? Lift up your voice. Begin to pray. Begin to pray. Father, in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord. Father, for your word. We ask, O oh Lord God Almighty, Father, give us more of your grace, your abounding grace, your sufficient grace. Lord, to be committed, to be committed, first and foremost, in our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, who laid his life for us, who died on the cross for our salvation, who with his precious blood, who has given us eternal life. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, give us grace, Lord, to be born, to love the Lord with all our hearts, with all our soul, and with all our strength. In the name of Jesus, Lord, the grace to keep your word, the grace to abide in your word, Father, help us and give us more of your grace. For we cannot do it, Lord, by our own strength. We need you, O Lord God Almighty. We need you, O Lord God Almighty. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. We are also praying that more of God's grace will be given to us to be committed to the local church in fellowship in regular attendance to church meetings in the area of giving our offerings and tithes to the Lord hallelujah amen praise the Lord hallelujah praise the Lord hallelujah oh praise the Lord hallelujah lift up your voice and begin to pray lift up your voice and begin to pray father in the name of jesus lord we pray once again oh god for the grace to be committed to the local church which is part of the body of christ father give us the grace to be lord to be committed in fellowship in the name of Jesus, give us the grace, O oh Lord, not to forsake ourselves in the assembly of the saints. Our Lord and our God, grant us, O oh Lord, 
in the name of Jesus to be partakers of the exhortation and edification that our coming together brings us the church. In the name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Clap your hand for Jesus. Amen. Amen. Now you want to pray for yourself. And as you pray for yourself, you include this prayer. That the Lord will give you the grace to experience the fullness of the blessings of commitments. Hallelujah. In the area of prayer, in the area of holiness, hallelujah. Praise the Lord and every other thing else. Are you ready to pray? There is something about prayer. Lift up your voice and begin to talk to God. As you pray for yourself, include the Lord will anoint you with the oil of prayer. In the name of Jesus. That the Lord will give us the place to live holy lives. Holy lives. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, you are more than able to do as we ask. Lord, we ask in the name of Jesus. Anoint us with the oil of prayer. Anoint us, O Lord, in the name of Jesus. With the oil of prayer and of holiness. Righteous living. Holy living. In the name of Jesus. Our Lord and our God. Yes, it is possible. You have done it before and you are able to do it again for your children. For we are your saints. We are your holy children, Lord. Give us, grant us the grace to live holy lives and be prayerful in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Clap your hand for Jesus. Thank you for joining us for the Sunday morning's Bible study and sermon. We believe you have been blessed by the word. Join us same time next Sunday and have a blessed week.